Happy Monday, guys. How are you? Welcome back to the most powerful podcast ever, where I help you transform your life all through mindset and meditation. Can you believe that it's already October? What? It's crazy. Happy October to all of you. I'm so good. I can't get over how fast this year is going. Like, I feel like I'm going, oh my God, can you believe it's September? Can you believe now it's October? It's just flying. It always does. But it's official. The Halloween decorations are up. I want to just pride myself right now. I It took so much energy to hold back because I wanted to do it so much earlier this year. Um, like I said previously, I, I didn't actually have like a Halloween last year. We were in the moving process. So yeah, I got super excited about putting it up. I had a really good weekend and I'm sure you guys saw it all on my Instagram stories. The real question is being in Brighton now, I'm not actually even sure if we're going to get trick-or-treaters in the city, but I'm still planning on going out for it, uh, which means dressing up. <laughs> I'm such a big kid at heart. I love dressing up, love doing all the Halloween stuff, and I'll let you know what happens. But for today's episode, I wanted to cover all things self-love and self-acceptance. So talking about how you can love yourself inside and out, which includes covering body image. So without further ado, let's begin. Welcome to your Life Unleashed podcast with me, your host, Clarice Harrison. This podcast is to help you make your one-time offer of a life worth living for. Join me for all things mindset and life transformation, where your dreams finally become your reality. Let's unleash your life. So what is self-love? We hear it all the time, right? Make sure to create time for yourself. Make sure to put in self-care and, you know, add self-love, right? But what actually is it? It's, It's not about changing your hair or buying that gorgeous new outfit. Self-love means having a high regard for your own well-being and happiness. It can also mean taking care of your own needs first and not sacrificing your well-being to please others. That's a huge one. Firstly, I want to ask you, were you ever taught in school to love yourself? Hmm, yeah. I don't remember that being covered either, do you? (laughs) It's literally like the most vital thing that we need to learn in order to live a full and loving life, like for true happiness, right? And we're not taught how to build our self-esteem. Um, we're not taught how to build our confidence. It's almost looked down on as well. Like if you ever loved yourself, you would almost be marked as self-obsessed or, oh my God, they must be so big headed. Like they love themselves. So we go through life putting ourselves down instead. So like, you know, maybe you'll joke about it with a friend. So, oh, silly me, you know what I'm like? I'm just so stupid, you know, to get a laugh with your friends, you know, we we have celebrated the idea of putting ourselves down in a way because we're afraid of loving ourselves truly, authentically, that maybe others might judge us. I'm sorry, but that's not the kind of vibe I want to <laughs> call into my life. And if you actually kind of really think about it, it's actually celebrated and rewarded more to stand out from the crowd these days, right? Like, and we're not taught how. So, How many times have you woken up and just looked in the mirror and immediately just talk shit about yourself, right? You know, we've all been there. You look in the mirror and you say, oh my God, my body looks so fat today. Oh, I just wish this belly would go away. I look awful. I look so tired, right? 
guilty, busted, throw me the cuffs, I'll throw myself in jail. <laughs> you know, show me one person who has never ever done this, okay? It's extremely, extremely common. But what we don't realise is that when we do this, when we are shaming, when we are talking down and we are shit talking towards ourselves, you know, we forget about how important our bodies are. We forget that this body that we have is our vessel that's actually keeping us alive. You know, your legs get to take you wherever you need to go. You know, your skin protects you and heals you. You know, even when you get hurt, it, it, it heals. And maybe that nose you have that you've been judging because maybe it's too big or not big enough actually helps you breathe the air you need in order to survive. Your body is a powerful tool, which we should be absolutely grateful for. So for me, self-love isn't being obsessed with yourself. It's about loving you and your body, regardless of what it looks like. You know, it's beautiful in every single way, every single part of it. And, you know, it's not necessarily our fault. If you think about a wider view on it, it's only because of things like capitalism. We've been viewed to see like beauty standards to be so highly important, you know, certain beauty trends because it's good for business, right? I can't count how many body trends there have been from like old fashioned curves to the no thigh gaps. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's a trend to have a big butt and a skinny waist. Like it's actually ridiculous if you think about it and not realistic to maintain. Like we are taught that bodies have to be a certain size and a certain way. But actually all we need to know is that our body is wonderful. And taking some time out just to be grateful for our body and our mind is super impactful. Like, you know, stroke the, the legs, thank them and thank them for all the efforts that they've done for you and just catch yourself next time you find yourself in the mirror and that negative chatter comes up about your body, stop yourself, reverse it into a positive comment instead. So for example, if you're like, oh, I look like shit today, I, you know, go, you know what, my hair looks great. I, I'm so grateful for my hair. It's healthy and it's long. Just reverse it, rewire it. And I have to be honest, this will be a practice, okay? It's not going to be as easy as waking up and everything will be cured because it's definitely going to take time. But thinking in terms of a mental self-love is definitely a whole new level because the love towards ourselves can be blocked by certain things from our past. So maybe you were told a certain thing when you were younger or, you know, though there are some limiting beliefs and doubts, you know, these can sound like, I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough. You know, imposter syndrome steps in and says, you're not capable of this. You're not smart enough. And all that, you know, bullshit. Give me a bloody tennis racket <laughs> so I can just shoot those limiting beliefs out the court. You know, we aren't playing with those kind of things anymore, those languages and those beliefs. Like, no, we don't have to deal with it. We do have so many mental challenges that we have to overcome in order to truly love ourselves. And I heard this quote once, and I'll be honest, it absolutely changed everything for me when I was on my own self-love journey. And I'm going to share it with you now. How can you expect people to love you if you don't even know how to love yourself? I'm going to repeat it. How can you expect people to love you if you don't even know how to love yourself? It's the idea 
that until you learn to love yourself, that no one else will. It starts with you. And that's what people fail at the most is seeking it from the outside. It's the idea that until you learn to love yourself, no one else will. It starts with you. And that's kind of the trap that people fall into is seeking it from outside of themselves. You know, you'll hear me say this often that it's already within you. And in a higher context, that means when you love yourself powerfully, openly, you accept you as you are. You won't need to seek it from others and you'll actually attract more people towards you. Just imagine what your life would look like if you truly was just happy with you. How would you wake up? What would you do differently? You know, how would you move your body? How would you talk about your body and, you, and, and who you are and, and what you stand for? You know, it's just such a powerful way to live. And the hardest pill to swallow, and I'm, I, never, I never come on here to not tell you how, how it is. I have to come on here and, and be real with you guys. Your story, your journey, your life starts and it ends with you. This is yours and only yours to live. So how you think and how you act and how you live, it's ca- you've got to be so careful with how you do that. Because if you choose to live as you are or have been, that's how you're going to live for the rest of your life. That's how you're going to feel for the rest of your life. But the power is changing that, right? You have access to rewriting that story. I know so many people that struggle to go out by themselves you know, to take themselves on dates or just to go out by themselves, right? Like just maybe to go and get a drink or whatever. And I have to admit, I used to struggle with this so much so many years ago. And the idea of not being around people used to feel suffocating. <laughs> like I I just would feel awful. You know, I didn't know myself well enough to enjoy my own company. And if I was on my own, it meant that I had to be dealing with my thoughts, which at the time was super horrible and really hard to manage and listen to. As long as I was with other people, I was always distracted and I didn't have to deal with myself or my thoughts, which is literally wild because I love being alone now. Like these days, if I get access to being by myself, oh my God, it's such a win. Like, I love it. Like, I generally love it. And I never used to feel like that. It's definitely a practice of learning and enjoying to be by yourself, even if it does feel uncomfortable. You know, things that you can do to help you learn to be by yourself is things like you can go to the cinema alone, which feels a bit weird at first. I've done it. But actually, when the, when the movie's playing, no one kind of cares. And it's just quite nice. And the big one, I think, the hardest one is going out for dinner alone. And that doesn't mean sitting on your phone either. That doesn't count. I think that's so easy. You know, when like you go to a bus stop or you're waiting for a taxi or you might be waiting for a friend, the first thing we'll do is like reach for our phones because, you know, we feel awkward just standing there. We don't really know how to deal with (laughs) just standing, you know, being a little bit bored. That's okay. The first time I was finally by myself was when I traveled on my own to Bali. I remember heading to my flight home. I was absolutely starving, but I had hours before my flight departed. So I went to a cafe just to get some breakfast. And I'm not even kidding. I was riddled with nerves. I remember being in the queue thinking, oh my God, like I'm on my own. This is awful. 
So I bought a croissant and I sat by myself on this table and my thoughts were going crazy. Like, I look so silly. I'm alone. I feel so vulnerable. You know, people are going to judge me for being by myself. And it wasn't until I put myself in that moment that I recognised I actually never, ever had eaten by myself before. I have always and forever been surrounded by people my whole life and never had the opportunity to be by myself or chose it. And as I looked round, I was chomping down on this croissant, which by the way was great. And I noticed that no one actually cared. Okay, they were too busy either working on their laptops or focusing on their own side of things. I remember in that moment how uncomfortable I felt. Even still, even though I felt uncomfortable, I told myself that I was not going to cave by grabbing my phone. I was going to be present. I was going to be aware of the sights and the sounds around me and just experience truly being by myself fully. You know, it's ridiculous. I used to like rush around. So if I had to like pop to a shop alone, I would power walk, grab the thing I needed and quickly get home, which obviously I don't do anymore. Okay. Like I generally take my time and be more grateful instead of like rushing, which is so much nicer. But the point here is in order to learn to love you first above everything is to challenge yourself. And I do, I challenge you. This is your sign to take yourself on a date. Don't be afraid. It's very liberating, I promise. Don't forget that being uncomfortable creates expansive growth. You know, there's always that quote is, find the comfort in discomfort. I feel like self-love is speaking also through your own thoughts and opinions. Instead of just like agreeing with everyone around you, because that's just easy, you are entitled to understand that you are allowed to speak about how you think and feel on a subject. Self-love is to inspire your life. You know, it's vital that we do learn how to cultivate the love within us, you know, not just to feel better, but it's also our mental well-being, you know, and our overall happiness. You know, it's so normal. We all want to be loved because we're human. We all want to know that we're doing well and that we're appreciated and that we're loved and liked. You know, it's, it's in our nature. But the time is now to learn how to create it for yourself. So here are some of my tips in order for you to learn how to love yourself within you and your mind and body. So be mindful of the goals that you want, okay? Have they been like put on you? Have your parents told you you have to do this and you have to achieve that? Being mindful can help you gain clarity and self-knowledge for you to move forward, okay? Learning what you want is the first step that you need to know how to start serving you better. And this is a good way of acting on what you need, okay? So knowing what gives you energy, what lights you up, what makes you feel so good inside, you know, what are the things that make you so happy? And showing up in those ways, you know, this can be as simple as saying no to a simple event, okay? That in itself is a simple form of self-love. You know, we can fall into the trap of saying yes when actually we want to say no and we don't take the time out to support ourselves, right? setting boundaries to protect yourself and certain behaviours that you're not willing to accept and put up with, okay? Healthy boundaries are so important to protect our energy instead of draining it. So figuring out, you know, what you are willing to have and what is acceptable in order to feel loved within you is the most important thing. So that is an act of self-love. 
protecting yourself with also the people who you surround with, okay? This is such a huge one. I talk about this often, which means bringing people in who support and lift you up, okay? That make you feel good, that you enjoy spending your time with, rather than people that tear you down. You know, get rid of the fake friends and just anyone who enjoys any sort of like your misery just are an absolute fuck no. They need to go, end of. You know, that is another huge act. Learning to love yourself, honestly, I have to say this from my own journey and from people that I've worked with, it can be a really challenging and lonely process, but it really doesn't have to be, guys, okay? I wanted to share this with you. This is something I've been so excited about sharing. It's It was launched this year and I've had many people go through it and create really transform, transformational change. And it's called Reborn. And it's actually where you get to work with me for a whole month in crafting and creating a happier and healthier you. So, you know, Reborn is about covering self-awareness. So you gain clarity, getting to know yourself on, on a deeper level, which you never have connected with before. We learn how to rewire and reprogram those thoughts and limiting beliefs. And we do like this really powerful letting go session where you can release any mental blocks that have been holding you back from getting to know yourself, love yourself or any goals that you want to try and achieve. And we move into things like empowering yourself, okay, with like new exciting beliefs and becoming the embodiment of the best version of you. So almost like stepping into your higher self. And finally, my favorite part is advanced manifestation. So how to be consistent and how to own a grateful heart, which are actually all key factors in raising your energy and becoming a powerful lighthouse for anything that you want and desire. So if this is any interest of you guys, you can literally fill out my form on the website. I'll add a link in the show notes. Please know that I never guide anyone who is not suited to this kind of work. Okay, it's really a powerful container for anyone who is looking for everlasting change in themselves and their life. And that's what I love doing and I serve the most. And it's been so special to guide people through it. So if you're interested, give me a shout. Oh my God, what an insane episode as always. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you again so much for listening every single week with me. I'm honestly so grateful for each and every one of you. As always, if you loved this episode, do not forget to share it on your socials, tag me or go bigger, go better and leave me a wonderful review. I read every single review that I get and I'm so grateful to know that this is helping you. So until next time, guys, I will speak to you next week. Bye. Bye.